You're listening to a Monster Kid podcast. <laughs> We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this special message. How's it going, eh? Today's show on the Monster Kid Podcast Network is a classic. Hosted by two comedic geniuses who've watched way too much North American cinema from the 21st century. Mike Pisacano and Anthony Cilio. Entitled Cinemarketing, this podcast chronicles the heroic adventures of two latter-day consumers of film and the marketing surrounding them or, to use the correct 20th century terminology, losers. We hope you give it three thumbs up. Welcome to Cinemarketing. The trailers may have lied to you, but we won't. I am your host, Mike Pisacano, and who am I joined with today? Uh, Co-host, Anthony Cilio. Semi-regular appear on this show, Louis Otero. Today we're here to talk not about a movie. Uh, a specific movie, not one movie, but uh, a lot of movies. Uh, we're doing a little year in review wrap up, looking at all the movies that came out this year. We're not doing a typical, like, you know, best movies of the year or a top 10 list or anything like that. But what I'm going to do, and I'm going to label this as the class of 2021 contenders for this show. And this is an idea that I 100% upfront, I'm stealing this idea from another podcast from This Had Oscar Buzz. And what they do is because their show is about failed Oscar bait movies, like movies that were heavily advertised for Oscar contention. And then when they came out, they didn't get any nominations. And so at the end of the, every year, they have a bonus episode where they compile all the movies from that year that would fit that criteria. And so we're going to do that here for our show, for our criteria of movies that had significant marketing campaigns and kind of talk about them in all of the different types of classifiers that they would fall under whether they yeah. be uh significant for their controversies for the delays if they were misleading if they yeah. were just excessive and, and for fair, memes and trends that they started <laughs> yeah i also want to add just because we cover it here doesn't mean it will be an episode it you may see episodes of these in the future but i also think it's good to do a type of episode like this because it's also if we don't do an episode you could kind of view it as a uh What's the word I'm looking for? A, yeah, uh, like we covered it here. Thing. Like it's a, a, a an aside. Um, what's I don't know the word I'm looking for. You know, a uh, an honorable mention. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> ah, there you go. Yeah. yeah, think of it as yeah, an cause... honorable mention. So, so or it, potential you know, honorable mention doesn't mean we, that it's not going to happen on the yeah. show either. We leave no yeah, stone these unturned. Are, yeah, because these are all movies that like they have significant things about their marketing to talk about. Some of them might be big enough to make their own episode at some point in the future, but some of them we might cover all that there is to cover right in this little aside. They might not need a whole episode, but we want to just kind of cover everything under this one umbrella. Uh, so without further ado, let's, let's break up into the little uh, categories that we made for them and for why they're significant. Let's start off. Let's get the big ones out of the way first. So the ones that are here for controversy. Now this could be any, like I want a significant type of controversy, like ones that were making headlines. I don't want some like, you know, licorice pizza terminally online, like film Twitter discourse controversy. Like I want actual, like real life, like, like something that was like significant enough that like, you know, it was talked. It was talked about outside of fucking Twitter. The first one up we got here. Uh, this one is the most traditional type of controversy, like picketing and protesting outside of the theaters. Is Benedetta? Yeah. Wait, there one were of my favorite protests? movies. <laughs> there were protests. Yes. 
Yeah, so at the New York Film Festival this year, there were uh, protesters uh, outside of the Lincoln Center with signs that say, uh, this movie is blasphemous and it uh, desecrates, like, you know, religious imagery and stuff like that. Um, but they were also, like, very professionally well-made, like, picket signs. So it's like, I wa- it, there's there's debate to be had about whether that is, like, a publicity stunt or if, it's like, they were actually, like, to drum up controversy about the movie or if it was actually, like, you know, genuine religious protesters who were offended. I don't know. I, I think you'd be surprised by, like, how aggressive uh, and fucking bored people who are that religious are like they find shit like this to protest just to have something to do on a saturday like i i i I can kind of see it happening not that this is even really that particularly bad like there's obviously been movies that are way more offensive than this it is just difficult to watch but dude dude she uses like a crucifix as a dildo but that's a sin it's pretty cool. <laughs> it was a really, it was a really cool scene. I really liked it. I really liked the whole movie. There's a, there's, there's a scene where they shit together, and I don't know if like yeah. nuns aren't allowed to shit, and that's like maybe part of the reason why they were protesting. It's, you're a bad child, and that's concentrated <laughs> evil coming out of you. <laughs> Wait, so was there, was there similar um, protesting when First Reformed came out? I don't know because I don't. I think that the movie had, the movie has like religious themes about it but i don't know if like it's not like particularly blasphemous i mean this is like desecration yeah. of particular like religious iconography mm. no i got gotcha. you th- committing the worst sin of all homosexuality yeah oh god can you imagine god yeah. um the next one and this is still going on and i would limit this to film twitter discourse but the director i, I had to chime in on it uh and it's don't look up don't uh, suck cock <laughs> uh, yeah that's a joke we're stealing from uh brianna ziggler on twitter she made a joke like what if we called it don't suck cock yeah that's she's a very I'm funny lady it. a funny twitter and litterbox lady i met her once at nyff uh like two years ago but anyway yeah don't suck cock don't don't look up uh yeah this movie uh i there's no movie that i'm less excited about watching uh this whole year uh, i still haven't watched it just because i'm like i just don't want to be a part of this conversation yeah i mean uh, i was especially... pretty open to it and i got burned by it real bad so dude this movie has become such a joke that even like normie uh instagram meme pages are making jokes about it like fucking friday beers are making videos oh, about geez. how bad don't look up is <laughs> Like that's that yeah, and mind you, that is a Instagram page that literally just makes jokes about have drinking benders on weekends, and they got to deal with Happy Madison to make movies and TV shows. What? Uh, yeah, they got you look it up. They got to deal with Happy Madison. But anyway, it would be limited to just online discourse. But Adam McKay ended up tweeting something about like. Well, you know, if you really didn't care about climate change, I could understand not liking this movie. And it's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Well, if you it's, didn't again, really, this... if you didn't really like sucking cock, I can understand why you wouldn't like this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's also like yeah, this idea that it's like if you don't like this movie, then you don't care about the issue, which I think yeah. is like a really like bad faith argument to make that's, for any movie. That's a fucking Tumblr argument. <laughs> yeah fucking awful you Fuck when you, tumblr Adam was just a thing we had to deal with all the time tumblr people yeah and you know what like... i'm happy yahoo bought it and fucking killed it good yeah on you, I'm, I'm glad it's dead i am it, it still exists yeah, but... people no, still but... visit it but yeah. no, no it porn. exists because all of the all of the tumblr discourse made its way to twitter now that and TikTok. <laughs> that's where it all went at uh, least it divvies it now... up a bit i feel like yeah. every one so... of these movies needs to just cut to me just going 
<laughs> let's talk about this <laughs> yeah no anytime anytime i'm on tiktok and i see someone sitting in front of a bookshelf saying we need to have a serious talk about no we don't whatever no. we're talking about here we don't need to talk about the it the problem that we're we all having is actually that we're talking too much is that everyone keeps interacting if we all just stopped interacting with each other like the whole world all at once every problem in the world is solved like everyone is good yeah. to go we need to talk about the pee pee to poo poo pipeline <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, bringing that real close in for that one. Uh, yeah. so now, this next one, this one is controversial, more so just because of like I guess people discovering what the story was about, and that's Dear Evan Hansen. Um, because, and also not only to mention that the trailer, I remember when at the minute the trailer came out and people just saw how old Ben Platt looked, that was like the yeah. initial like that that would have been significant enough on its own. Uh, and then to when bring Ben Platt as, like complained about it that was yeah, like a when, whole uh, other like media i will never eat. see i will never see this fucking loser no, no, movie <laughs> i i didn't see it it was one of the last film screenings i saw under rmr uh but yeah this movie i think it's like the the shock of people who didn't know what the broadway musical was about because i think that like all of us like yeah. i thought the musical was about like oh this sad story about like a kid a gay kid who committed suicide and like his best friend is like commemorating him and that no it's about a it's about a, a, a kid who's pretending that he was friends with the dead kid so that he could have social clout and gaslight the family and and then sleep with the daughter like a fucking psychopath yeah he sounds yeah. like a nightmare of a person yeah and, and I've, i yeah. was very surprised by that as well yeah, and then also the uh, the the memes. The, 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 we have a category for memes, and the memes that were made of just like Ben Platt, just his face, just like and, and him crying. Also, ben, like Ben Platt himself is a meme at this point. He's yeah. like at Tom Holland levels, where he's like not even a person. He's just. I, a meme. I genuinely think he he his career is over. Like I, I I don't think it goes much. I and I hope someone plays this back for me and like a year and shows me what a fucking idiot i am but like i can't imagine him recovering from this this was such an embarrassing fucking I, ordeal i will never financially recover from this <laughs> yeah but also just like how adamant he was that like i need to play this role only i can play this role yeah. and like do it justice where it's like dude oh if you would have just like let let some like yeah let tom holland or lucas hedges play this role and then they're like whatever in it and everyone would have idolized you forever like you know what no one would was as good of an evan hansen as yeah. ben platt he will be forever evan hansen and now it's on screen forever for everyone to see and it's like people are thinking wow was he even good in the original version of this like yeah i mean i'm sure his dad could just buy him a new movie you know like <laughs> He's, Sadzy, he's I not... want a new movie. <laughs> don't don't also also don't forget the uh I think it turned out to be fake, but all the discourse around the de-aged version of the movie. Oh yeah. That, that was fake, right? That was like a it fucking was, yeah. article. Yeah, but people but that was a thing was that real. was getting circulated a lot, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I kinda wanna I would only watch it if the de-aged version was real. That and the butthole cut of cats. That's it. I need both of them. <laughs> Honestly, I, I I think Cats is uh is is more uh is a worth it was a more worthy film uh for sure. It's like definitely like a more I think I don't know which one's more embarrassing between Cats and and Evan Hansen, but well Evan Hansen know, doesn't have Evan, the rum tum tugger, so yeah yeah. So that's a point for Evan Hansen. No, it's not. Um, but Evan Hansen, I think it's just like more, it's just more bland and like middlingly bad and boring whereas like cats is just like the spectacle of like you know insanity so, so it's mid I, yeah it's dear of an answer like honestly mid. i'm 
Yeah, I mean, I'm probably like one of the more positive voices on the movie, and I didn't even like it. <laughs> but just because I didn't think it was the worst movie ever made, and I'm probably yeah. one of the more positive critics on it. That's um, crazy to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next one, this is another one that's here because of like the director just had to keep talking about it. Is the last duel? Did it? Oh, every... God. Didn't that movie like come out at a week where it had to compete with like a movie that's never going to be? I remember it came it out had at a to bad compete week. with itself being a rape movie. Like that is be like that is the identifier of the. It is a movie about rape. They like, that's fucking, horrible. Yeah, but then they fucking uh, marketed it as like Gladiator. Like right, but it, they marketed it as Gladiator. That's about rape. Like, like that's like it, it, you can't escape it. Like, who now? I know that the movie. Like, I want to go see the... what is definitely going to be one of the most depressing things I've ever seen in my life. Is it good? Apparently, it's very good. Yeah, yeah. I, but I also think that it's like, yeah, there. The subject matter, I guess, I, 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 I guess, is a thing that probably kept people away. But also, I think it was like Disney buying Fox. They really just bought it to fucking bury all of their original movies. Yeah, uh, so that way they'd be yeah, because because I think that the week that Last Duel came out was I think it was Halloween Kills came out that week, and it's like yeah. a Halloween movie in October. It's like yeah. you're, you're and the same thing with Nightmare Alley. I was about to say Alley yeah, on the same oh. week as Spider Man and Clifford. Clifford came out that week too. How are you going to compete? Clifford is Paramount. Clif oh well, oh I thought you were going to say <laughs> just Clifford saying how are you going to compete movie. with Clifford? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about Clifford soon, but oh, uh, boy. but no, but. But also, yeah, they they put West Side Story on like the week before Spider Man, and then put Nightmare Alley the same week as Spider Man. So it's like I think that there's there's something to be said about like all of these like Fox acquired movies that Disney's just intentionally burying them. It's almost like mm. Disney doesn't care about art or Fox. Like they just don't give a shit. Nah. They care Any about movie the bottom that's not line. About their... Yeah, but also the other thing about Last Duel is just Ridley Scott continuously talking about how, like, the movie bombed, and he's just talking about how, like, oh, all oh, you stupid audiences don't want to see anything original oh, anymore. God, like, yeah. <laughs> like, that argument is like, Ridley, Mr. Scott, yes and no. I agree with you to an extent. You don't gotta be a fucking dick about it. I don't know. I would, I would say that you can look at Ridley Scott's filmography and see frozen. it as an argument for less original films. He does a lot of original films to his credit. Most of them are bad. They're his, man his, he's right up there. I think him and Clint Eastwood are, him and Clint Eastwood are tied for the most hit or miss directors probably ever. Yeah. Yeah. Clint Eastwood literally, his movies are like good movie, bad movie, good movie, bad movie. Ridley Scott, I don't know if he's in that much of a pattern, but I mean, no, I, I think the pattern is year, mostly bad movies. I get in just in this year we had two Ridley Scott movies and one of them was I mean apparently by all counts Last Duel is a very good movie I haven't yeah. seen it but House of Gucci also came out this year <laughs> House of Gucci we'll is get, apparently we'll spectacularly get... bad like like new like possible cult classic status because of how bad it is I heard the acting is horrible in that. yeah it's insane it's an insane thing that exists it's it, it feels to me from what I've seen of it it feels like Gotti oh, like that is the fuck. closest thing I could use to I compare want... to mommy lady gaga to make better movies we need another fucking um share star is born we need that get bradley cooper say... on the phone right now All right. um so now i think we've got an out of the controversy uh segment now let's move on to the to the uh the laundry list of movies that were delayed by covid uh and some of these movies were being delayed even before covid was a thing so 
well, one of the the biggest ones uh, is Clifford the Big Red Dog, uh, because this movie was announced to play at TIFF. They were announced <laughs> it, to play at Toronto International <laughs> Film Festival, and and then last minute they pulled it from release schedule because of the delta variant and oh man how nostalgic are you now for the delta variant oh man <laughs> delta was all. great yeah i mean, I mean listen the variant in comparison we got now, i mean it's a lot less deadly the variant we got now i'll take this over delta any day of the week. i mean i wasn't dying for mm. me it felt better <laughs> yeah. that's that's that attitude is why we're still in this pandemic Lewis. i you i wear I the mask i get the vaccinations i'm doing everything right <laughs> we're getting controversial yeah. we're gonna fucking have to not release this episode we saw it it's a 90 minute fucking anxiety medication commercial you know those commercials where it's like a personified like sickness like the, the, the <laughs> like, uh, uh, commercials it's a like fucking that. sleep paralysis demon. Like it's horrifying, and we were really stoned, and it was really we were... scary. <laughs> Who were the toenail <laughs> we... fungus guys? Those were the worst of. Oh, of when them he all. lifts the toenail like yep. a car hood. Ugh. Disgusting, yeah. but horrifying. But yeah, but Clifford, Clifford got like was delayed at uh, it was delayed after Tiff. Like it didn't play Tiff, and then it got like in, indefinitely shelved. But then like. After like Delta variant kind of came and went, it was like, all right, Clifford comes out next week, and nobody knew about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then it's also on Paramount Plus the same day for free. Wait, how much should we pay to see uh, this movie? Probably like yeah, full price theater opening night. 10, oh wait, ten thirty at night. I think I think I got the tickets through work, so it was only ten bucks. Ah. Yeah, and then also, but yeah, also we were in that theater at like ten thirty at night. There were like two other families there, and then one of them, like the kids, were just running around the theater, and then they left halfway through because it's like it's a fucking boring movie for for bet, kids. Yeah. Like, it... but Cardinal Sin, it was fucking boring. That's the yeah. one thing you um, have to do. That's the one thing, the one rule of a kids movie: don't make it boring. You yeah. need to hold the attention yeah. of kids. Yeah, you fail that, um, you fail so the movie. So a couple of other ones. These were I'm gonna go like the the bigger delay stories, and then there's just like you know the the lightning round of like movies delayed because yeah. of COVID. So the other big one is Kingsman, which I Still I had to look out, up. That, or did it come out? No, the Kingsman came out. It it, it right. we had to look up that it actually did come out. Came out last year. Yeah, um, it's no Morbius. Morbius is still like lingering, still getting pushed back. Uh, I think it'll it'll get delayed forever. That's gonna be the new uh, Don Quixote movie, whatever the fuck it is. Christ (laughs) Almighty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Kingsman was being delayed like even before COVID. Like it got delayed to like I think it got delayed. It was supposed to come out like late 2019. It got delayed to like early 2020, and then like you know COVID delays. And then, like, it had a new release date post, like, 2020, and then, like, it got pushed back again to, like, December. Yeah. So, it, it, it is the trailer I am most sick of seeing. Yeah. And what's sad is that even though it's out, I am still seeing it at AMC. I went to go see West Side Story the other night, and it was and one of the trailers, and it felt like an eternity watching it. Like, I, I can't do it anymore. I'm losing my mind. I have a question for everybody. This is, like inconsequential to everything else here but it's like what is the movie trailer this year that you hated seeing the most every time you went to the theater matrix revolutions is... matrix revolutions matrix is a strong runner-up yeah i got real it's, sick of that it's, shit. it's horrible i gotta tell you though dude if i have to see 
the Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer one Ew. more time. I'm gonna I'm gonna commit arson. That was everywhere. Everywhere for last year. I remember Lewis, me and you, we went and saw a drive-in movie like 2020 in the summer, and we got trailers for Ghostbusters. Yeah. And we were still getting them every day. Every single time I went to the theater was a Ghostbusters trailer. Awful. I could be seeing an indie movie at like some art house theater, I'd get a Ghostbusters trailer. <laughs> Uh, no time to die also had a lot of trailers for uh, and then not uh, only not in movie theaters but on like youtube and shit mm. i get a no time uh, to die trailer every break yeah i got oh, I, no time to I, die trailer big time if we, oh god if we had jack on here to talk about no time to die and all and like the the trials and tribulations that he went through during its delay period um yeah. guys i remember that was the beginning of the end when i realized like because when when no time to die in early 2020 it was like that was another movie delayed from like late 2019 got delayed to like april 2020 and then like that was like the first big like because of the coronavirus epidemic this movie's being pushed back that was like Cinema's I dead. remember like where I remember where I was standing. I remember I was like, oh, it's like, okay, this is everything is gonna change now. Like this is the yeah. end of my life. Troll, um trolls and, too. Just just it's a, the trolls too yeah. situation. No, but but Jack, he was on uh to talk about Skyfall. We did an episode about Skyfall with Jack, and and I know that whenever we get to No Time to Die, uh we'll have him back. He's gonna have to talk about this. Because I remember every time we went to the theater with Jack. They had like no time to die advertisements on like the soda cans, and he would just sit there. He's just like staring at it, like why can't I just be seeing this movie instead? Like it was really yeah. eating him up inside, and it was kind of funny after a while. But again, no time to die had like you know a big marketing push aside from like all the delays and stuff, and then like the remarketing of it, like once it was like, um, like finally like officially coming out, and then like all of like the the Daniel Craig like reminiscence and all of that yeah. uh, was coming out about it yeah it being the last um, of the craig bond films okay so also another yeah quick lightning round so so antlers i did not see this movie but I, that was another movie delayed like even before covid yeah, yeah yep. uh, and same just, thing where yeah, i and, was sick of the trailer yeah uh candy man was uh another delayed movie from covid delayed about this year a year yeah fucking yeah Candyman. Um, yeah um we were just talking about west side story that was a movie yeah uh, they they showed that trailer. I remember me and Anthony at the Oscars last year, the worst Oscars of all time. Uh, but Horrible. one bright spot, they showed the teaser trailer for West Side Story. And I was skeptical of this movie up until like the very second that I was sitting in the theater because it, it, you know, West Side Story, it's like you're almost like, how could you think about remaking this untouchable classic? But then you wa but then after seeing the movie, I was like, ah, you know what? That guy, that Spielberg. He knows how to make some movies. He like, does, but uh, this could also go under the controversies controversial, category yeah, because of the worst actor in the whole movie by a fucking mile. What must have, it must have been his? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't make think a wish. <laughs> I didn't think Riff was that great. I thought he was amazing. I, I thought that, was, that kid was awesome. Was fucking whatever. Ansel Elgort was terrible. He surprised me though. I thought he was going to be a lot worse. I could barely. Oh, I th I thought he was like. Like they took like just a middle school, like whoever the lead was in a middle school production of West Side Story, and they just put that kid in the lead role. I think he was serviceable. Oh, God. yeah, but it, but it's also the thing about Ansel Elgort was that like the the allegations and the controversy oh, around yeah. him, uh, and then him still the being the lead of the movie, and like the kind of you look at the trailers and stuff, they were like they're they're hiding a lot of of Tony in this uh, movie, so. Well, Tony's yeah, the worst you're... part of West Side Story. Nobody gives a fuck about Tony. Yeah, like, and it's be honest here. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to make him interesting. And 
and and and it sucks because Rachel Zegler is like so much better than him. She like blows him out of the water in every yeah. scene that they're paired in. Not um, to mention what's and her th- face, uh, Anita as well. Oh, she's awesome. Absolute yeah. mommy status too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, co- okay. Last couple of movies that were delayed. Dune. Um, I remember Dune. Yeah, they they started that trailer. It was in like 2020. Um, it was supposed to be released in October 2020. Got pushed back a year. And I remember me and Lewis, we were at a screening for something, and there were two tables at, at the AMC. And I was like, "Well, what's this one for?" And they said Dune. And I was like, "What? They're showing Dune already?" And they were like, "No, this is like some 10 minute preview." And like some yeah. bonus features and stuff like that, and I was like, "Oh, okay, I didn't really know Dune, that." But yeah, Dune was worth the wait. Yeah, it was pretty good. Thousand percent, I loved yeah. it. And it's also one of like the only like success stories that HBO Max has because uh, of like the box office uh, movies that were released with HBO Max a day and date, where yeah. a lot of them went to theaters. They didn't really do that well, but Dune Godzilla surprisingly Kong did well. Godzilla versus Kong and Dune yeah. were like kind of the well Dune especially because it's like it's such like a niche property and it's so dense and long and and serious and like people didn't we were expecting like oh that movie's gonna bomb but it ended yeah. up being like one of the better box office stories of the year. I actually think also Mortal Kombat did pretty well, all things considered. I mean for for the spot that it came out in uh, in the pandemic, I think that that release model kind of worked out for it. Uh, it. Did pretty good numbers on on the streaming service and then it did good uh theatrical as well at least for that time it was pretty significantly above mm-hmm. the rest i i i think that i think that model is very valid and i i think that there it can be worked out um but i uh i i understand the nervousness around it mike before we yeah. move on to the next category i just thought of one that i want to throw in and you guys yeah. may have nothing to say on this but i have a little bit to say about it uh the beatles get back mm was supposed to come out in 2020. Yeah. It was going to be a theatrical release, but then they delayed it and then they delayed it again. They delayed it to late 2020. And then around Christmas 2020, Peter Jackson made a video on YouTube where he's like, "Listen, we're delaying this to 2021. I know you're disappointed in that." He said, "But two things. One, here's like 5 minutes of footage, and two, we're not theatrically releasing this. We're going to make it fucking four hours or five hours or however long it was on Disney plus. And it's going to come out on Thanksgiving. And everyone was like, okay, I'm into it. Like the Snyder cut of, uh, Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. He released footage in December. And then in June of that year, they announced that I think in June of that year, I may be wrong. I'm maybe remembering it wrong, but the, the moment they announced, it's going to be a long form docu series rather than just a film. I think that's one instance where delaying it made it better because I think it's I don't know how they could have fit all of that in a two three hour movie. Yeah, well, I mean, Green Knight has a similar thing where he completely re-edited that movie when it got delayed. Yeah, it would it would have sucked. Yeah, Green Knight if it didn't get delayed. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot Green Knight was also a big a delayed movie. Yeah. 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 And that was that was one that was pretty close to release by the time that um COVID hit. And that'll lead us into our next category, which is movies that had misleading trailers or misleading marketing campaigns, movies that were ended up being different than what we ended up thinking that they would be based on the marketing. And I think that The Green Knight is an example of like, I think at this time, at this point, it's still surprising me how many people still haven't caught on to like A24, like whatever they like, if you're making it look like this big medieval epic Lord of the Rings with a lot of like battle scenes, it's like 
you we at least in the know know that like that's not what the movie's gonna be but still people still are gonna go into it and like you know they'll be disappointed by that and i mean like i guess fair but it's also like a lot of these uh these movies also the a24 umbrella have kind of like they have like their own like they're they're kind of like their brand of their own like they kind of like you know what to expect when you go into them but like a lot of mainstream audiences still haven't caught on to it yet yeah, I mean, I th- if I have to think of like what the most mainstream A twenty four movie is, it has to be probably Midsummer or Spring Breakers. Like, like that's and if that's what you're going off of, maybe Midsummer good. But if you're going off of like Spring Breakers, that's the only A twenty four movie you've seen. It's like you're going to be mistaken. That's also a, a weird, like, uh, unconventional movie as well. But like, yeah, no. Um, but in the same in the same category as that, like something like Lamb. Where Lamb is a movie where it's like, I feel like us we went into it thinking like, all right, we know what an A twenty four horror movie is like the the brand of like the the quote like the atmospheric like stays crunchy and milk like no jump scares Kino, but I think that the movie was we were expecting that in the movie, and then the movie also apparently it wasn't even that. Like I haven't seen Lamb, but Lewis, you've seen it. What what can you say about Lamb? I I mean, as far as the marketing goes, I I, I think it kind of fits into a. 24's like horror repertoire I think by the end of it there's there is creepiness kind of sprinkled throughout and like an air of like something's wrong throughout it uh, which I think you know like something like kind of like it comes at night ish where like not a lot's happening but there's like a vague threat out there um, that 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 people are dealing with internally but like I, I think the last like shot of the movie kind of leans more into it so i i i think that it it's probably more relevant just for like everyone being like this is the most a24 shit i have ever seen <laughs> like when it was being marketed that they were like yeah this is <laughs> this is a parody of an a24 uh movie trailer like is that a fucking lamb <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and then and another movie that is yeah another uh title with an animal name in it uh pig which pig is the the trailer's marketing it makes it look like it's this really like dark like violent revenge thriller where he's like they took his pig and he's gonna go kill everyone who did it but it's not that movie at all like it's it's a very sad like somber like meditation on like grief and loss and moving on and it's and And it's really and it's a very emotional movie I, i adored pig it's one of my favorite movies this year it's like exactly like the type of like the exact good type of like subversion of expectations where it's like it was better than what it made itself out look uh, to look like yeah and the worst part is he doesn't fuck the pig Bummer. is that what you wanted is that <laughs> <laughs> hey don't judge me all right well next one let's move into the category of just excessively marketed movies like we talked about movies that way like they showed us the trailer in front of every movie and stuff but like movies where like the marketing around it was such like and of like this it felt inescapable and uh one of those movies also a very heavily delayed movie was free guy um mm. I, I remember seeing that trailer and that poster everywhere before Dude, the movie came that. out i fucking hate that poster i think it's horrible everything about that movie grosses me out like visually for sure and then just also like i, I it's such like uh it just feels so much like a corporate product and everything about it that i i'm just really grossed out by it i i yeah. 
no yeah like the, all the ip like the ip branded stuff that happens in the movie like at the end i mean all the uh, weird i still have not seen this... the marketing like it, it was so entrenched in in like weird gamer crap uh in the, yeah, in the, the marketing campaign gamers i'll say the up. one thing i will say that the one the one thing about the the marketing and the posters and stuff that i liked was that they did like a series of posters where they like uh recreated like video game covers that was fun. which i thought yeah, was like, i remember those those were yeah. cool yeah but but yeah the movie it's it's like ready player one or like space jam a new legacy where it's just like you know just like uh, corporate ip worship and it's like that is the type yeah and we'll, we'll space jam a new legacy also in this category as well space jam yeah uh, we did the first movie on the show already uh i did and that it's episode a, with nate it's a fun movie we, <laughs> the first space jam i mean listen the first space jam is also like seeped in fucking like corporate ip wankery yeah but like this movie is just so completely like shameless about it's, it it's like i don't think the... brothers it's just both of the warner brothers jerking each other off wacko and yakko yakking each other <laughs> off i don't think i ever came closer to suicide last year than when i watched space jam a new legacy like i was like <laughs> yo can you please tweet that to lebron james <laughs> yeah i will i i i was like th- like what i can't believe like i've i've invested so much of my life and time to movies because apparently it's just like a bad institution that we shouldn't support like movies i was disgusted bad. Movies are terrible. Yeah, and and uh, another one. I feel like this one was, uh, this is a, a, a smaller one in comparison. It's not like a franchise or anything. But House of Gucci. Well, we we talked about uh, off mic when they first released like the images of Lady Gaga and Adam Driver. Yeah, Adam movie, Driver. We were like, like at the ski resort with like the turtlenecks and shit. I was like, and we're like, oh yes, this is fits. This is this is fits. This is style. This is like what this is my aesthetic, whatever. And then like the trailers, which like the the, the father son house of Gucci thing that like became like a big meme or a joke. Um and then also but the, apparently like also the movie's just like very bad. Uh I haven't seen yeah, the movie. I don't like, again this is probably not much to go off of, but like I, I thought we like could mention House of Gucci, especially because we brought it up with Last Duel. It's yeah, just a movie that very much is worth talking about for like a bunch of like not even just marketing reasons, just like it's a movie that people should be talking about and like how did this happen and why? How did this uh, and then <laughs> Yeah podcast uh, at, and then uh, the last, the big fucking most excessively marketed movie of the year, the most financially successful movie of the year, Spider-Man No Way Home. We did an episode on Spider-Man 2002, uh, me and Anthony, we did uh, a, a, a month or so before No Way Home came out. And of course, we love the Raimi movies. And we were, uh, I don't know if I was excited about this movie just because I was like, it just kind of reminded me of the thing that I like. I was just talking about where it's just like, you know, nostalgia baiting and like you know your your attachment to corporate ip and like that being like the driving force behind like wanting to see a movie and yeah. like that just and also there was that thing where they said that like where, do you remember that thing where it was like if you pre-order your tickets at amc you'll get like a, a an nft or something like that yeah yeah that's not fun NFT that is, is happening short, too much nft is short for no fucking thanks <laughs> It's the top of the list of like things like I don't want to hear ever. Like it just bums me out every time. I'm gonna fucking screenshot every NFT. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, this movie, like the, I think that yeah, the hype around this movie, just like I remember Lewis, we made a joke about it on our old podcast on Random Movie Roulette. Like every week, we would be like Rhino Watch, like 
are they going to yeah. announce that Paul Giamatti as the Rhino is coming back in the movie? Because it felt like every week it's like Jamie Foxx is back, Alfred Molina is going to be in the movie, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, and it's like we're like, what is this movie going to be? Like, how many people are they getting in this movie? And we were maybe I mean, joke at it. Just like, say, oh, they better. Everyone's the, here. The fact fucking Reese Fonz's fucking lizard was in it and not Paul Giamatti. You have the opportunity to ask Paul Giamatti to be in a movie. You take that opportunity. Yeah. Like, what is going on? Paul Giamatti's not doing anything. What, no, what has he been hanging in? out? Yeah, he's just yeah. chilling. Him and yeah, him and Thomas Hayden Church could have had a sideways reunion, dude. <laughs> hell yeah. I mean, then again, Thomas Hayden Church wasn't even in the fucking movie. I mean, spoilers about Spider Man. No, listen, Tom, the Sandman and Thomas Hayden Church's voice is in the movie, but like. He did not spend one day on set. And it's very obvious <laughs> yeah. it's when CG. you watch the movie. It's all CG. Yeah. Same yep, the Sandman is just... Yeah, those two. Yeah, but but also, yeah, this movie had, like... I remember when the, the trailer... I mean, of course, the trailer that came out with uh, Alfred Molina when he's revealed and is the, the Hello, Peter. Hello. Like Peter. that. When I think when the second trailer was about to come out, there was, like, there was like a an event for like the, the release of the trailer, like on, I think I, I retweeted it on, on the cinema marketing Twitter where like they was had like a, a like a theater event for like the reveal yeah. of the new Spider-Man trailer. I mean, you could just talk about like the leaks, uh, like as far Go. as Spider-Man, like the, the, I've never seen a movie get so aggressively leaked beforehand. And yeah. like, that was most of the marketing for the movie. Like there were, there were trailers and stuff, but like they started promotion, like actually like pretty late on, on the movie like people were really surprised yeah. given it had that christmas uh time slot but like they were the whole all the whole marketing campaign just took place with like shitty off-screen uh screenshots and fucking someone recording the entire trailer through like three different screens yeah. uh, and, and putting it online like that was all the buzz for it mike what had more buzz this trailer the hello peter or the avengers trailer where spider-man shows up like hey guys what had more no, hype Oh no! I think it was had to have been this because like people had a, a connection to Alfred Molina yeah. already, and also because I don't know. I mean, like we didn't know what a new Spider-Man was going to be back then, so yeah, but we know. knew what an and old also, Alfred Molina looked like. I feel like it's but, more exciting yeah. to, to see the new, the new, new. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But then again, also this movie again, it's just like it's it's nostalgia bait. It's nostalgia hype where it's like we're excited because he, he's yeah. in the movie. And I, I, I was excited about him being in the movie just because I love those movies and I love him as a character. But I, I remember like seeing like some of like the ways that he looked in the trailer and there were there were hints. I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like this. And I'm I probably like the same way that I'm like one of the the higher voices on Dear Evan Hansen. I'm probably one of the lower voices on Spider-Man. And I didn't hate the movie. I just was like, yeah, I don't know. This isn't for me. I kind of don't like a lot of the nostalgic pandering stuff. Yeah, like a very middling response. But that is also that's probably like the worst thing that anyone has ever said about the movie. Because <laughs> I, I think it's a good movie. Yeah, I don't know. I, I really like it, but I agree. It's not quite. Uh... Yeah, I think it's like people. I don't know if this is an online thing or if like they're actually like trying to push this movie for best picture because it's like this movie brought people back to the theaters. Like nobody's going to see these Oscar bait movies, but people are going to go see Spider-Man. I mean, it's apparently very true. I, I hate to say it, but holy shit, is it true? It's the most successful movie that Sony's ever made. 
and like everyone else is fighting for scraps i mean like i i understand like the outrage around it but like the the idea that like it's incorrect which was like a big thing that was going on online they're like i can't believe like they think these movies are more valuable like you can literally put a fucking price tag on how much more valuable this movie is to a studio than like your a24 movie or whatever like it's it's the one of the most successful movies of all time it's true but yeah no spider-man we could literally talk again this is this is going to be a whole episode because there's so much to talk about with spider-man no way home um but now let's finish it off we're towards the end i want to these are small little things these are things that were made of memes uh the the like things that they had memes made of them and we had brought up earlier dear evan hansen and we talked about all the all the memes and jokes about him being old and like all of the memes of like his face like his crying face that have been turned into memes and gifts and stuff like that there were some like the there were some memes where it's like this was definitely fucking planted like the fast and furious 9 the f9 the family memes oh like, dude, honestly, no, like the... that was clearly the studio paying yeah. meme uh pages on instagram 100 percent. there's no way yeah no and uh, especially because it wasn't fucking funny it reminds me of whenever Netflix like tweets something about like one of their movies, like where it's like the movie that like you know it brought us this classic line, and it's like who the fuck like like that Red Notice thing with the Ed Sheeran, where it's like the the now iconic Ed Sheeran line from Red Notice. It's like who saw this movie? Like yeah, apparently yeah. everybody did. It's the or, most successful movie it, Netflix ever made. Apparently, I thought we'll you were never say like the when, real numbers, but I thought you were gonna say like when Netflix artificially inflated Bird Box. <laughs> Just like literally uh, made fake hype for a show yeah. or a movie that sucked, and then every normie I know tried to get me to watch it. I'm like, I'm not no, fucking watching. Yeah, that. same thing with Squid Game. I hate to say it, I just no. No, but yeah. that's also what they do. That's what they do for everything. Like I, they're even doing it for Don't Look Up. Like yeah, artificial hype. Uh, but also, I think under the Fast and Furious Nine thing, uh, Universal was also behind Old, and I feel like this is also like a, a planted meme. The the beach mm. that makes you old. Um, I which I think planted. we said, like, I think, I think if it is planted, it's my know. favorite planted meme. Yeah, people just know that M Night Shyamalan's a fucking hack. Like, <laughs> that's not a <laughs> hot take. Like, well, Mike and I, I have taken it... a lot of heat for hating on M Night Shyamalan uh, in podcasts. What you well, mean, not even, the guy, not even... the guy who has one good movie, like a good movie, <laughs> yeah, not even a great one, I mean, a good one. <laughs> I mean, it's not even like us hating him. It was just like we we did a review of old. Uh, it's on YouTube. <laughs> you can still probably look it up on the Random Movie Roulette YouTube channel. And we were we we weren't fans of the movie, but like we really did just get. Uh, I think everybody, he has like ardent def fans who will defend him. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, and and apparently one of them found us, and he just went off on us yeah. in the comments about. By the way, the big old. heat that we took is a single commenter on the video. That's, that's yes. the level of engagement that's... we got on Random Movie Roulette. That's so funny. Yeah. All right, and then these other ones are kind of TikTok trends, and I I know I'm probably the most terminally on TikTok uh, of anyone here. Anthony's catching up to me, though. But uh, <laughs> one of the ones that was a, a big one was uh, for In the Heights, that that line in the blackout song when yeah. uh usavi's like don't make me laugh i've been trying all night you've been shaking your ass for like half of the heights and then people just making that like they, they made a filter for it where it'll, can we make that change clip your of you saying it like a new tiktok thing yeah. can we get people to duff that can we isolate yeah, no, that and then upload it to, as a sound on tiktok 
Yeah, it it was definitely like they they made a filter for it where you could change your face to be like one side will be Usnavi and then the other one you'll be the girl and like you you blink and it'll change like your facial features and stuff like because it, it started out like people just doing the song and then I think they made a filter for it hmm. so that's something also in the heights was another delayed movie uh from 2020 and it was also like an hbo max movie and it was the first movie that like bombed this year and we were like oh shit movies aren't back it's, they sure weren't yeah. yeah and it was uh it's for the best yeah. and movies then people just bad. said no to the, musicals this year I, I i it's really sad because like i feel like those are the types of movies like whatever whatever nerds feel about seeing marvel shit on the screen like action figures fighting that's how i feel whenever i just see like people with big dresses like dancing in the streets like west side story that was that was my avengers endgame like <laughs> action figures fighting i love that yeah <laughs> and then the last like musical trend uh that became popular and it's like it's very late in the game now. Uh, like I just started seeing this maybe like two, three days ago. But from Tick Tick Boom, the uh, the therapy song, it's like two people doing both the parts, like the "I was wrong to say you were wrong," like people just doing that and like you know being completely off with the choreography and the timing. I, I like that yeah. song, that, so I'm really glad I'm not on TikTok, so it could ruin it for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, people using thirty ninety, like people turning thirty, are using thirty ninety as like a sound. I think. Ah, uh, God, I but, hate, I hate it. I hate yeah other people. I, I I wish that I was I wish that I had the, the the little bit of level of engagement with like you know current internet culture that you do. Like it must be a blissful existence. I try so hard and I'm bad at like not being engaged. But yeah, it's pretty nice uh, when I hear your struggles. It feels great. All right, so I think that that's that's basically all of the uh, the movies that we wanted to cover here for uh, like significant marketing purposes or like you know things that felt like they they had a story behind them that was like outside of like the movie itself so um is there anything else that you guys have to say any other things you want to throw in there before we uh wrap it up here no i th I, th I think we covered pretty much everything um i can't think of anything else lois what about you no yeah i think this was uh e even more comprehensive than i was expecting uh but yeah because yeah, if you yeah yeah more than you're expecting if you have me curating a show you know just like all right just lower it your will be excessive it's gonna be messy <laughs> yeah it'll be a, a, a doc that was made five minutes before we recorded and <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, oh and... i do have one more thing uh that is not mentioned here but Zack snyder's justice league for controversy is uh definitely uh a worthwhile yeah i didn't know whether one. to count it yeah i didn't know whether to count it as like a 2021 movie because i was like the justice league came out in 2017 but like yeah I but no it isn't this is a new movie. Like it's, a, it can kind of be considered like it's, a new. It's movie its own movie. It has literally two hours of new footage. The movie, yeah, and, the original and movie was two hours long. I said it before we started recording. One of them was bad, and yeah. the other one was great. So yeah, and I have to say, I was not one of the, the Joss crazy... Whedon movie was great. Yeah, <laughs> no. fuck you. <laughs> no, I was it not wasn't. one of the crazy people campaigning for this movie to happen. But watching like so many film journalists like have to backtrack on their it's never gonna happen. Why can't you guys just move on stuff was so fucking funny. It was just yeah. such a heel turn of like, okay, I guess it will happen uh then, but you guys were dicks about it. So fuck you. And I mean they uh, were literally I mean literally yeah, they no, they a movie monsters. studio into yeah. into making a movie. Like oh, I, it, I'm it always is... in support of that. Fully a movie studio all you want. The problem is when they were going after just people um for kind of going like you know not agreeing with it i fucking like bully uh bully warner brothers into just collapse 
the same thing that happened with Sonic the Hedgehog. I don't care. Corporations are not people. We can bully them, and there's not going to be a fucking after-school special about it. It's fine. <laughs> the fact that they just went after, like, just people who were like, I don't know, I don't think we need a new, another Justice League movie, and, like, that's crazy. Like, why would you attack that person? That was bad. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I think that now we fully covered everything that happened this year. If anyone here who's listening uh, has any other suggestions or things that we might have missed, please let us know on Twitter. Uh, tweet at us uh, under where this episode is or just send us a message or, uh, you, you know, you can like, yeah, DM us on Twitter, uh, on Instagram. Uh, you can find us Get on Twitter us. at however. Yeah. Find us on if you want to be on the show, like we'll let you on. Like we don't have any, like you know, and we don't have any barriers of entry. Like if you want to be on the show, just say, "Hey, let me be on the show." Here's the movie I want to do, and we'll we'll try to do something. We yeah, we, yeah. Uh, so you can find us on Twitter at Cinemarket Pod, and you can find us on Instagram at Cinemarketing Podcast, and that's where we post all of the the hints at stuff to come in the future, and all of like you know the marketing materials that we end up talking about on the show. Uh, our next episode is going to be on Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. Our last episode was on the Polar Express for our Christmas episode. And also, Lewis, you were on an episode with us the, for The Hunt. We did I was, there. yeah. I wanted to die. I wanted to die while I was watching yeah. that movie. I'm so happy I stayed away from that one. Oh, God, count your Lucky blessings. Boy. And then, and yeah, and then uh, I will be on an episode of your podcast, The Gory Picture Show, to talk about. Yeah, uh, you were on the we last watched... episode. So, I was. I, mean, I was on. I was right. on the WNUF Halloween special episode, which is uh, still the most recent episode. Go listen to it there. Excellent. Uh, even after, yeah. And then uh, we'll be. I'll be doing uh, the next episode with you. Now we're Brandon not going to announce what it is. Yes. We won't have to announce what it no, is no, yet. No, no, no. We we you, you guys aren't like us. You don't say what you're doing uh, immediately. You you like to to tease the people up until the very end. Yeah. Even yeah, when people even, that once, even once the cat is already out of the bag. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'm glad that you guys are here to talk about uh, this stuff, uh, both of your inputs and stuff like we we probably are, you know, engaging with different sides of like, you know, Internet culture and like, you know, con and discussions and stuff. So it's good to have like all of your different uh, like inputs uh, for this. So uh, thanks again to both of you for joining and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Adios.